Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Welcome back to Growing Up Female. This week's guest is one of the most genuine women I know. She's a mother of two, under two. She shows the reality of having two young children whilst trying to keep it all together in the most honest and genuine way. I admire her for sharing her struggles with her mental health. And as we move on to motherhood next week, I felt like she was the perfect guest to round things up for our mental health episode. Naomi, welcome to Growing Up Female. Hello. Thank you for that. That was a lovely introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks so much for being a guest. We have literally like climbed mountains to get to this point, haven't oh, we, tonight? Honestly, it's, it's been a long time, like getting there but we finally made it so yeah it'll be good 8pm on a Sunday and we're like haggard from the week aren't we literally honestly but we're doing it we're gonna do it yeah exactly um so I really wanted to get you on here because you share so openly about your anxiety online I love how much you just show the reality of motherhood as well I don't think you even realize you know how natural it is I don't know I feel like you're very conscious of what people think of you online and I don't think you should be because for me what you show is so real for so many mums. Do you know what it's so difficult like I have so many days where I just kind of I'm just such an open person I'm such an honest person and I just kind of you know like I wear my heart on my sleeve and some days I just laugh at myself and I'm just like is this my real life like is this actually happening and I find it quite funny and I think I don't really like mean to be relatable or or, you know be you know showing all these different sides of motherhood and and mental health and things I think sometimes I just I use Instagram like a diary and I just pour out all of my feelings and so many people relate to me and sometimes it's quite like a, it's quite comforting for me that I'm like oh I'm not the only one I'm not the only one going through this you know we're all here together um and I guess that's why it works as well I was going to say to you you say you're you're very open you wear your heart on your sleeve a lot of people suffering with mental health issues 
make it worse for themselves because they can't they can't communicate or they keep it inside so do you think by being really open and using your Instagram as a platform to just get it all off your chest has really helped you cope with your yeah I would say so I've had like anxiety and you know I've had episodes of depression growing up and it's something that's never left me something that I dip into like often especially during certain times of the month I find myself really up and down um and I guess my whole life I've kept everything so quiet so to myself no one's known about it apart from like the closest to like my mum for instance or Jordan like I've kind of really really kept it to myself and I had Instagram and I just I guess in a way maybe I started doing it as like a cry for help maybe it was more like a someone helped me someone talked to me and then it just kind of became such a natural thing to me and sometimes I come on Instagram, I just kind of offload with how I'm feeling. I talk about my anxieties and I share things with people and then people can relate to me. And I'm like, oh, it makes me feel better. So getting it off my chest and being open and talking about it is like, it's so helpful, but that's so easier said than done. Yeah. And it's amazing how you were once that person looking for someone to talk to and like, you were it was a cry for help now you are that person that people will turn to like there will be so many I'd say more women come into your page because they're like I need to see what she's doing today you know it makes me feel better about my own life and oh definitely yeah you've just turned it around full circle and that's why I admire you so much yeah definitely like and you know what I kind of I guess knowing that I'm helping other people and I'm being completely normal about motherhood I get so many messages all the time as well where people are like I'm so happy you're just so normal and you know you're you like someone actually messaged me saying not in a horrible way I'm glad that you have down days as well and you don't live like this perfect insta life like it makes me feel better about myself and I'm like in a way it's kind of like a compliment but like at the same time we're we're all do it all doing this we all have down days and I can't sit here and pretend that my life is like easy because it's absolutely not I mean, on Instagram, things look great, but there's days I get up and I like, I dread getting out of bed because I'm like, oh God, I've got this all over again. And I find if I haven't had enough sleep or I've not eaten properly or, you know, all these different things, I find it really, really affects things like anxiety. It affects my mood. It affects how I am with my children. Um, And yeah, and sometimes I think just getting it off your chest and just being open on Instagram just really, really helps me. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on all those things about you keeping like physically fit for your mental health and um all those things. I'm gonna touch on them in a bit, but I want to start from like the beginning and where did this all start from you? Like obviously being a mum is stressful, so that can heighten the mental health. Like anxiety can heighten feeling down. Mm-hmm. But where did it start? like was it teenager Naomi? Like is there something oh. in particular that made you feel? Do you know what I way? had like um. I probably had quite a rough start growing up and I had sort of trust issues. Um, my parents split up when I was two and I didn't I didn't really have a relationship with my father. And then um, I went to school and I was really badly bullied. I was so shy. I had no confidence. I moved schools a few times. Like there was just, I moved different areas. I lived in a different area and it was just all a bit like a lot went on. And I think I took a lot in as a child. And I think we don't kind of give our kids enough like, what's the word enough credit like kids take on so much and we don't realize and it's only now I'm an adult I think god I really really took on so much and I kept it all in obviously where I was so badly bullied I was badly badly bullied during first school I had a middle school and a high school and every single one um, even leaving to college I just got picked on and people just didn't like me and I just couldn't connect with anybody and 
I don't know. I think I was so shy and I I didn't like everyone. I grew up in the Cotswolds and everyone had like, you know, the same sort of accent and I never did. I think I was quite not well-spoken, but I just didn't really have, I didn't speak like everyone. So I think people thought I was kind of like a stuck up, like because I was so quiet as well. I guess people just probably thought I was a little bit stuck up. I don't know. Um, So you went from the Cotswolds to Essex? Yeah, but I didn't move to Essex until I was like 18. Um, But I grew up in the Cotswolds, but in a different area. So the area like I I first lived, um, it was like in the Midlands and then I sort of moved to the Cotswolds area um, and everybody was like really far. They had like like farmerish accents, I guess, if that's a word, you know. And I and I didn't, and um and I just and I was very quiet and shy. And it went on anyway. I went to college and I I literally left the first college I went to after a year because I couldn't stand like the bullying. And I went to another college and I guess my confidence started to grow a little bit. And I made some friends and then I went to university and my confidence just grew. I became like a woman. I became an adult. And I, and I kind of like, I guess I left my whole life behind me and I switched off and thought, you know what, like I'm better than this and I'm going to do this. I'm not going to waste my life. And my confidence grew and grew and grew. But the only thing is, as I've got older, I've become more aware of all these things. I guess I kind of pushed it all into my subconscious and just forgot about everything. And it's only as I've got older, things start to they're like triggered. Do you know what I mean? Like things I've been through. Like trauma, isn't it? Yeah. And like things I've been through have been triggered here, there and everywhere, especially during like motherhood. And I think I've never really got over it. Like I've had counseling here and there. I've exercised. I've eat, I've just like done lots of different things and I've dipped into like different methods of coping with stuff and understanding myself. But I guess, you know, things are triggered in different ways. I've never been a great sleeper. Um, and I'm one of those people who have, like, anxiety where if things aren't done properly, like if things aren't done around the house or if I haven't cleaned or I haven't done something, if I'm overtired, everything's heightened, everything's worse than what it is. And if I'm having a bad day, like, literally, I could spill something on the floor and be like, oh, my God, it's the worst thing in the world. Whereas if I'm having a good day, I'm like, oh, never mind, we'll clear it up. And then, you know, if I go to bed and I know I haven't done the washing up, I'm like, oh my God, and I can't sleep because it's on my mind, especially if I'm having a bad day. I'm like, oh, and it's just, you know, you get like the racing heart. I get like the shakes, like my mind's like ticking over and I'm just like, what is wrong with me? And I can't switch off. Um, But do you think it's underlying from other things? Absolutely. I think, I think there's lots of things that trigger anxiety and depression and I do think as well I'm one of those people that really suffers with my hormones I find throughout the month I'm very up and down and I find certain parts of the month are are worse than others and I just feel like you don't only like you kind of like in a hole and I'm just going like I'm spiraling down and then the next week I'm gonna be absolutely fine and be like completely normal and be like why did I feel like that last week it's just it's crazy like being a woman like especially since having like my second baby I feel like my hormones are all over the place if you don't mind me asking are you on contraception now no I'm not so I came off just before Cass because if I'm honest I think that made my uh, moods worse I think I don't even know who the person I was I was on like contraception for 10 years and it was the last resort and I was like you know this is the last thing I'm going to try I've done counseling I've done antidepressants I've done this I've done sleeping tablets I was like this is the last thing and I came off and I felt like I felt a release I was like oh my god I feel like the best I've ever felt and I kind of now I can see my month and I know exactly when I'm going to be like I'm going to have a down day I know exactly when I'm going to be fine um 
just because I kind of like plot my month. Um, but yeah, honestly, I don't think I'd ever go back on to like the pill or anything like that. It is the worst thing I think I ever did growing up. Yeah, see, I don't even suffer from like anxiety and things. But when I was on the pill, it was the worst oh, it was I've awful. ever felt. Like I did not recognise myself. Yeah. So would you say then it's more about you learning new coping mechanisms and being like sort of accepting of the fact that this, you know, this is something that you have. Yeah. And just learning how to cope. Definitely. And I don't think I ever really admitted it until I kind of had Cass maybe and thought, you know what, I really actually do. I think I, I suffer with depression. And I think after Cass... I had um, postnatal depression and I never really admitted it. I think I've had it after Mimi. And I think it's one of those things that never leaves me and I'm very easily um, predisposed to it and I just dip into it all the time. Like, um, And I guess as well, it's just kind of being aware of my own triggers, being aware of my pattern during the month, knowing exactly when I'm going to, I'm going to like, my mood's going to start changing and just doing things to help it like the whole exercise thing like getting out like doing things and making myself busy and um stuff but yeah so how have you found this whole lockdown situation and has that made things worse for you or do you feel like you can be more in control because it's not even you know you haven't got events and everything else to worry about or do you prefer to be busy do you know what I prefer to be busy I think um just because I feel like when my mind's active and I'm busy it gives me less time to think about like feeling down or being in my own thoughts. Um, lockdown was really good, obviously, because I had Jude here. So it was really nice to have him help him move the babies. And obviously Mimi went from being like a six month old to a one year old and that huge change. And now obviously he's gone back to work. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do with like this one year old. Like she's so active now. But during lockdown, it was so nice to have us both here um, but at the same time, I guess there were days where you're just kind of a bit like, oh, I just need my own space a little bit as well. Because I feel like we've never had that. And our relationship has never been, um, we've never lived in each other's pockets. We've always been very separate and always done our own thing. And always kind of, you know, just like lived our own lives, but also with each other. So being in lockdown was like, it was just crazy. We were just so like, just together constantly. And it was just really weird, but also amazing just to have that support with the babies. Of course. When did you guys meet then? Were you like, did you meet George when you had mental health issues or yes. like, has he been a massive support? Oh yeah. Like he knows everything. I think he knows the most, like, he knows me better than anybody. Like there's things that I tell him that my parents don't know or my closest friends don't know. Like he's literally my soulmate. And I guess from the moment we met, I've always been kind of, I guess, fiery um but from the moment we met I've always like dipped in and out of like different episodes of like you know depression and things and anxiety and he's always been aware of it and he's always always tried to help me or talk to me and he's he's always said that we have to talk about things and I was literally one of those people I just wouldn't talk and I remember when we like the first few years we were together we would have conversations and I just couldn't even look at him. Like I'd be looking at the floor because I just couldn't admit how I felt. And I felt like I just couldn't express how I felt. Like I knew what I wanted to say in my head, but I just didn't know how to get it out. And he'd be like, no, you have to talk. Like we have to talk about things. You can't sit like in silence and suffer on your own. Like you have to talk to me. How amazing and, is um, that though? Like, because yeah. I, I, think, I think a lot of people run a mile f- from someone if they know, oh God, they've got mental health issues. I can't be dealing yeah. with that. Oh yeah, yeah. Work, but you know, 
oh yeah no he's been amazing like he's been incredible and he's almost made it feel like you know that it's okay like you're normal and it's fine and you're not the only person in the world and yeah it's fine but as the same with Instagram as well like it's actually surprising how many mums come to me and say do you know what I'm suffering thank you for writing your post today or thank you for saying this or thank you for doing that because it's exactly how I feel and like because I think in the beginning you you genuinely think you're the only person in the world that's feeling like this for sure for sure yeah I mean I I definitely after Macy that's the lowest I felt the first four weeks postpartum I yeah. I did not know who I was like I was like have I even done the right thing having this kid like am I even yeah like, what am I doing like, I'm I can't do this and do you know what you literally I remember I got I got to um three months with Cass and I thought god is this really life like this is the same thing every day like you you're just you have this baby attached to you and I remember thinking I just don't have any freedom I felt so like just suffocated by this newborn baby and I loved him dearly like I loved him with everything that I had but at the same time I was like I just felt trapped like like in my head I felt like I had no space and obviously Cass really suffered with reflux and colic and all the all the like you know all the rubbish like they go through and I was just like I can't I just can't do this have I done the right thing like I was like is this going to be my life like now is this is this forever um but yeah, it really, really, it really affects you. And even with Mimi, actually, like you'd think I would be used to it. But after Mimi and having like a C-section, which I wasn't expecting and, you know, all these different things with Mimi, I felt it was so hard to bond with her. And like that, I just like, yeah, I just, I beat myself up so much. Even now that like, the guilt, I'm just like, oh God, because I just didn't, yeah, I didn't have that same feeling that I had with Cass. And it's awful. And I hate admitting it out loud, but it was just such a weird feeling with Mimi. Like I loved it's her more than control. anything. It is your hormones. It's it's something. Like, yeah. I I honestly think my love for Macy grew because I was like, yeah, give birth, and I was like, I was like emotional. Like my mum managed to film like me giving birth basically from the start, Aww. and I'm like obviously emotional and like, oh my god, you're so small, and oh my god, yeah. I, in my head, in that moment, I was like, why am I not crying? Why am I not feeling this? Yeah. Where's this burst of Un, uncontrollable love cup when is it going to come absolutely when is it yeah come that's what me? I had like and and I and it obviously has hit me now but I'm like women have liked all these years everything yeah I've seen in movies and stuff like that where it's like perfect amazing and you know the best thing that's ever happened to you. it is the best thing that's ever happened to you but also let women know that actually it's you're in survival mode like the first, yeah, literally. The first three months, I'd say you are just surviving. Literally, it's crazy. Like because I had Mimi was breached, so obviously initially I wanted another water birth, like I had with Cass. And where she was breached, they were like, we either try and turn her, or but then they, that you know it came with loads of risks, and I was like, Do you know what? I mean, already in so much pain, I just think I'd rather opt for the safer option. So we went with the C section. I only like plan I only planned it like a week before and I and I just don't think I ever digested it I never it was also moving house and every time anyone tried to talk to me about it I kind of like brushed it off I was like yeah I never researched anything I didn't know I didn't have a clue what to expect I had no idea and I just I don't think I think I just hadn't accepted it in myself and I think I felt like a failure before I'd even given birth and I was like I'd already had all these emotions running through me I was already tired I was already looking after a one-year-old I was like I just I just really wasn't happy but 
like you know out loud I was like yeah no it's fine it's the safest option like but inside I was like I was hurting because I was like oh it's not what I wanted it's not what I expected and then when I had her and they just lifted her up over the curtain I was just kind of like I just felt so empty and I just sort of just stared at her blankly I just didn't have like this urge for her like I couldn't even hold her because the epidural literally like numbed me up to my chin like I couldn't even move my hands I was just and I felt so dizzy and so unwell and then they placed her on me and I was like can you just take her off because I can't even I can't hold her and I was just it was just the weirdest thing and then after that obviously you're in recovery mode and you're just literally surviving and you're just like I just wanted this love for her and like like you said it grew and obviously now she's like my little princess like I love her more than anything like she's amazing um but it definitely took a long time to kind of get those feelings I do feel like I was almost robbed of that initial love and that that really magical feeling that you get when you give birth because like I felt like this c-section kind of took it all away from me absolutely and it seems like from what you've said to me is that your way of dealing with things is like pushing it down and keeping it to yourself and not facing it and pretending everything's okay and then and then you're like okay maybe everything's not okay and then you finally sort of start getting it off your chest yeah literally do you know what I do I'm one of those people where I feel like a bit of a burden um on other people and I feel like I like I feel, I don't like to put my um like the weight of my like my baggage basically on other people and so I'll always be there for people and I'll take everything in and take you know whatever they're saying and I'll listen to them and you know be that shoulder to cry on and then I'll have my own issues and you know what the only person that ever like hears me have a meltdown is Jude because I end up keeping everything locked inside for so long and then he'll come home and I'll just be like and I'll probably take it out on him. And like, that's the worst thing because he just wants to be there and I'll end up being snappy or, you know, just irritated or upset or moody or I'll be pinpointing like my bad mood on something. And it was normally directed at him, which is the worst thing ever because he just- something completely different. Yeah. And it's not even him. Like I'll be in a bad mood because of something, something's triggered it. And I'll be like, oh, and I'll just place it on something just to kind of give it a bit of substance and be like, yeah, it's, that's the reason I'm in a bad mood. And it's absolutely not. It's something else that's triggered it. And I've just kept things in, um, inside and just not let anything out and just kind of let everything build up. And then all of a sudden I'm just taking it out on him, which is like the worst thing ever. Mm. Yeah, no, I actually totally, I actually can totally relate with that. I can be like that too. I'll like yeah I'll be like Ricky be like can I go football Wednesday and I'll think of a reason like why can't you go think of a reason I can't go can't yeah go. there is no reason why I can't go and I'm happy for him to go it's great for him to go but you know I might be irritated by something else and I just want to be a cow yeah literally that is literally me and I don't know why and it's almost like like I want yeah and I want him around all the time but then when he's around I'm I'm moody and I'm and I'm just being a cow like what what is that like why do we do that we just want it all don't we <laughs> yeah no, do you know what as well just to put things in perspective for everyone listening um obviously Jordan's really successful you're really successful in your own right as well with your um blogging and stuff um a lot of people I know on sports people can be like on social media oh what are you complaining about you've got a nice car you've got a nice house I think you were saying you've got like a lovely home haven't you and what people don't realise is that you're also a mother of two kids under two. You pretty, Our job is pretty much full-time. Being a mum is pretty much full-time. Yeah. And you've had no childcare, have you? You're only yeah. just starting no. to contemplate it. Yeah. And do you know what? We're human. 
and I feel like I feel like people look at me like I'm some sort of robot like I've got everything going for me and I've got this I've got that I'm like yeah but I'm still human I still go through I still go through stuff my kids still like you know chuck their food in the floor and sling their like nappies at me and stuff and like do you know what I mean I still I still get toys thrown at my head like I'm still human I'm still like lacking sleep every night not just that you haven't got to where you are as a couple and as a family like you know out of sheer luck you have worked so hard as a couple like you're such a solid team Jordan's worked so hard he works so hard now um so I think that's what people need to remember as well because I got a message the other day from a follower saying you were saying that you're worried about work because of the second wave and lockdown but now you're promoting an expensive product that's really out of order and unfair you're obviously affluent you obviously got money and I was like what the actual hell is going on like yeah it's it is actually crazy like I'm just kind of like you know you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't Instagram if you if you act like you're having a perfect life then you know people don't like it if you moan and say that you're you're suffering today and you've got anxiety or you're not feeling great people are like oh you moan too much you should be grateful you should be this you should be that like you literally can't win Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. thing for me I feel is just being me and being honest and if someone doesn't like that then you know what what can I do about it I can't be everyone's cup of tea and that's what I'm realizing exactly as yeah and the thing is I feel like it's easiest just to be yourself as well like I feel like I could never I couldn't keep up trying to be something I'm not and trying to act perfect because I feel like literally my mental health would just yeah, I feel like I'd be in such a bad place. Like if I was trying to protect, like pretend to be this perfect person, everything's great. I think I'd just be in a really bad place mentally. Um, but yeah, it just, I think there's just a healthy, happy balance and just kind of, you know, showing the lows, showing the highs, you know, being relatable to people as well, which is the best thing because, you know, I like being relatable because I feel like it helps me as well. It's, it's a comfort for me as well. Yeah, for sure. Um do you find that becoming a mum has helped improve your mental health 
because you feel like right you've got these kids and you've got to you know get yourself together or do you think it's been a bigger strain on your mental health do you know what it's a bit of both really because when I had Cass um when I fell pregnant with him obviously this was probably one of the worst points um I was on like antidepressants and all sorts of things which I had to come off obviously because I fell pregnant um and for me it was almost like a, a blessing because I feel like I had so much to focus on in this little tiny baby that I kind of forgot about myself for a little while. Even though I was super down with everything and being like, oh my God, this is my life. I kind of forgot all my other issues that I was worrying about before. And if anything, having babies has made me more confident. It's made me more aware of myself. It's made me more patient. It's made me actually get out more. It's made me make loads of friends and just kind of live my life a little bit and even though I do have down days I do have anxiety I do have days where I I feel like I dip into depression and things but it's made me it's definitely made me who I am and I feel like it's made me a better person for it I feel where I was at my lowest point just before Cass um I feel like that could have been really bad and I feel like he was a real blessing and yeah I do feel like they've really massively helped me just because of my lifestyle I guess as well they've helped me get out more they've helped me make friends like you know all these different things you go to classes you do this you do that and I feel like without them I don't really know where I'd be I think I'd be quite lost do you feel like you're living reliving your childhood a little bit through them oh absolutely yeah I'm doing all the things that I didn't do like all the things that I could only have wished for that my parents were like do you know what I mean and not for any fault of their own, like, you know, I've got nothing, like, you know, it was a different generation, we didn't, we didn't do the same things that, like, we do now for our kids, it's so different, and, you know, I'm very lucky that I'm a stay-at-home mum, almost, do you know what I mean? Obviously, I still work on Instagram, but I am a stay-at-home mum, and I get to spend 24-7 with my kids, whereas my mum was a single mum, and she was working all the hours under the sun, I was placed here, there and everywhere with childminders and this and that and the other. And yeah, I guess I didn't get to do all the stuff like I'm doing, I can do for my kids now. And I, and I feel like as well, it just makes me feel, I just want them to be able to look back and be like, do you know what? Mum did everything she could for us and we had the best childhood ever. I don't want to look back and feel like regretful for them, feel like they missed out. And I guess maybe where I felt like I'd missed out on certain things growing up, um, maybe I'm just so... I'm just so like conscious of them feeling the way that I might have felt growing up. Do you know what I mean? Well, don't put that pressure on yourself. That that's that's like a lot of pressure. Do you know what? I'm just one of those people that I um I think I put pressure on myself for everything. I'm I'm one of them people that I'm like it's never good enough. Like I need to it's do better. Right. Yeah. I know. Do you know, it was only today, actually, I spoke to my mum and I was like, mum, I just feel such mum guilt. I feel like I've been snappy today. I feel like, you know, I've not been a great mum. I've been on my phone too much. I haven't played as much. I haven't made them giggle as much. I, you know, they haven't eaten their dinner. Like, you know, you're just having such a bad day. That is not a yeah, bad day, though. That is a normal day. I know. I know. And do you know what? Most days are like that. But some days, I guess I just handle it a little bit better than other days. Yeah, like you were saying. I mean, yeah, I do. I do definitely have that mum guilt with the whole phone situation. But I'm like, when my, I'm with my mum and my dad, and I feel like that they'll jump in if they see I'm on my phone. And Macy's there, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm really sorry. I know I'm on my phone. And they're like, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's your, like, I'm I'm not on my phone just scrolling endlessly. I'm on my phone answering yeah. emails or 
you know creating an invoice for my brother because I work for him as well or I'm yeah like just doing all- that's it isn't it and I feel like when I think about it, I'm like oh do you know what I'm doing on Instagram is for their future and I have to see it that way but at the same time I'm like oh you know don't miss out on these days the days are so they're so long but it goes they go so quick at the same time and I just worry that I'm going to look back and be like you know I've been so gr- engrossed in my phone that I'm going to be like am I even going to remember certain parts like it's just, it's great. Do you know what? You just feel like you're torn here, there and everywhere. You're trying to do everything. You're trying to be the best at everything. And it's really difficult. Finding that balance is really hard. I think I might start, even for my own, like, mental health and not just for the mum guilt side of things, I might, like, only use my phone between, like, her nap time in the middle of the day and maybe, like... Certain a, times. Yeah, certain times. So I'm like, right, the next hour it is going in the other room. I'm not even going to film her or photograph her or anything. It's just going to be me and her... Um because it is such a new generation thing and we don't really know how mm. all this technology is going to affect kids long term and no I know and I don't my mum dad never had their phones up but I don't really remember as well so I, on the other hand I'm like well you know I don't remember not having it or having it or like do you know what I mean it's really hard I just I just remember mum and dad being happy my dad wasn't home a lot my dad worked basically and came home at eight o'clock and you're in bed by then but he worked for us yeah so we you know I wouldn't say that he wasn't there for us he was there for us in another way and then yeah you know yeah we had a great childhood like with having siblings as well it helps obviously so Cass and um my they've got each other so yeah and that's the thing as well do you know what I'm an only child um I have a stepdad who's got um two boys which are like my stepbrothers but we never grew up together we had like they live with their mum and obviously I live with my mum my stepdad and like it's only now I've got a bit older I'm a lot closer to them but growing up it was just me and I, and I always remember being like god I just wish I had like a sister or a brother or something like someone to play with yeah and I was very close to like my um my cousins we used to see them all the time I was so close to them I still am and they were kind of like sisters to me but it wasn't the same as having a sibling so I knew like when I had cast that I was desperate for a second baby I was like they I have to have two like I don't want I don't want just one only child like I really want them to have a sibling I guess all these things that you've been through yourself it's kind of it's crazy how you just want better for your own children so for me I just go out of my way because I'm just like you know I need it needs to be better I need them to have like a great upbringing I need to do the best for them and I guess you know sometimes I'm like when is enough enough like when do we when are we satisfied when are we like do you know what I've had a great day and we've had a really good day today. Like I'm constantly like, oh, do you know what? We didn't do arts and crafts today or we didn't, they haven't had any fresh air today. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, they've not eaten the right things today. They've only eaten chocolate or biscuits. It's just, it's never, it never ends. It's just endless. I know, bless you. You do put so much pressure on yourself. For me, I feel like, um, you know, I do try and get Macy out every day. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we have a bit of TV time. I try and give her, fruit or veg every day one or the other or both is a bonus um but I just realized like I I I can't you know when you some people you follow and they're like it's like that their kids are having the time of their life every single day but that shit's expensive and time consuming and I can't I can't do everything I need to do and take Macy like everywhere all the time and I just think well actually I had the best childhood growing up and we probably went to the farm on our birthday not every, yeah. every Friday or every literally yeah so I have to remember that actually what do our kids want our kids want to see mummy happy so absolutely yeah a happy mum and I think that's the thing we have 
absolutely we have to remind ourselves as well because I forget that so often I'm like oh no like what we're doing this week like I'll ring my friend and be like so where are we going on Tuesday what are we doing like we've always got like an activity planned I'm like the kids don't care the kids are happy playing with like a box in the garden or just running around the street you know they don't care like I take my kids to like our local shopping center and just getting Cass out the pram. He's happy as anything just to be out the pram, just to be walking about, running around, being excited. Like we'll go in the park and he's just happy picking up sticks. I'm just like, you don't need all these like fancy days out. Like that's why I just try and do the park or things like that. Like things that are just free and simple and easy and just walks and fresh air. Like, but I do feel it is one of those things as well where you're just like, oh no, like, and you, I look at people and I'm like, oh, where, where have they got that from? Or where are they going? Or what are they doing? Or where's that? And I feel like I have to immediately like do the same thing. And I'm like, do you know, we've got years to do this. Like they're only one and two. We've got so long to do that. Don't, don't waste time trying to do it all right now when they won't even remember any of it. Like do it in years to come when they're going to have like the best memories. Like nothing needs to be rushed. Exactly. And you can have the best memories in the in the park, collecting conkers and doing all those things, you know? Exactly, yeah. I mean, they were my best memories as well. Like, I used to live by a big field and we used to go, like, plowing the hay bales in the field and, you know, just, there was a river there. Like, it, you know, we used to go and paddle in, like, the brook. Like, we had the best times. That's, that's what you've got to remember. Like, you know, it's the simple things. It's the little things. And I think lockdown has done that for me. It's made me, like... Oh, defo. Massively stripped back. Like, I don't care about repeating an outfit. I'm, like, more conscious yeah. of everyone's mental health and checking in with my friends. Um, I'm, like, with Macy, I'm trying to buy less clothes and toys and stuff for her and just try and be a bit more creative and imaginative. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I think that's really important. Would you say that you're, yeah, you're I a do. perfectionist? Um, do you know what? Yeah, I am. But I feel like I've I've relaxed since I've had yeah, I do think I've relaxed since I've had children because you literally it's impossible to be a perfectionist when you've got children. Like nothing is perfect. Like it's just I think you're trying to be a perfect mum, but I don't like you are a perfect mum without being perfect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're putting I do I know exactly yeah I do I know exactly what you mean but I just I am definitely one of those people that will just constantly like beat myself up about something like I'll always feel like oh it's not good enough it's not right but I feel growing up um my stepdad was quite a perfectionist as well and I feel like I've kind of like followed in his lead like he everything was kind of like and I feel like that's why I kind of have a bit of OCD as well I like things done like in a certain way and I guess having children really relaxes that because you have no choice but to be a little bit chaotic and a little bit messy and a little bit kind of not so perfect Mm, yeah no absolutely it's funny isn't it how having children um, affected your mental health but improved it at the same time like the mind yeah. is such a complicated thing oh it really is it's just it's just crazy so crazy where when would you say your lowest point was then um probably probably just before Cass you know when you're at a point where you're in your early like 20s and you you just you're just a little bit lost you don't know you don't know where you're going with things you don't know what you want in life you feel like you're almost too late like you're like oh have I missed the boat for certain things like university or you know am I in the right job you don't really know what you want to do you start a job you end a job like you're just kind of a bit all over the place I think I was very lost and obviously 
even like I'd met Jordan and things were great between us. But at the same time, I was like, what do I want in life? Like, where am I going? Like, what do I want my career to be? Like, I just didn't know where to begin with things. And I guess like along with everything else, becoming an adult and becoming like a young woman and having my own issues anyway going on that are kind of resurfacing themselves from my childhood. And yeah you're just a bit like I felt overwhelmed with things and I didn't know how to cope with it I didn't know how to digest stuff I didn't know how to just I wasn't really aware of my feelings I just felt like continuously low I guess and yeah and I think that's probably my worst point and I know I had counseling for a while and for me I don't think I was even ready to have that counseling I feel like I wasn't at the right point I feel like it wasn't a right step for me and we tried it which is I think is the best thing I could have done but I just don't feel like it was right for me at that point why do you um I just don't think I was ready to address like the issues if that makes sense I don't think I was ready to like bring all these things it kind of felt like I was opening up a can of worms and I just wasn't ready to it it was all too much at once and I think if anything it kind of made me feel a little bit worse I felt a little bit too overwhelmed I guess you've got to go through the bad to kind of get to the other side and I think I was just a bit like whoa this is way too much I'm not ready for this and I kind of shut off again and I guess it was one of those things again you push it all back to the back of your mind and you carry on with life as if nothing's happened um but yeah, probably at that point. But then I think Cass, having Cass was definitely a turning point, um, purely because I just didn't have time to think about stuff. And, you know, you're then so engrossed in being just a mum for this tiny little human that your issues become, you know, not so important anymore. You're just kind of, you're all about this baby and what this baby needs and wants is your whole life. And you just kind of forget about yourself for a little while. Yeah, and I guess you went from feeling like you didn't have a purpose or direction to like Literally. having no choice but you're this child's mother and you know yeah but do you because this is what I struggle with is I before was like very business-minded ambitious like had free jobs didn't really actually know what direction I was going in but I knew I was going somewhere I was very confident in that I thought I was going to be the bloody CEO of I don't know bloody Google like the way I how how confident I was and then and and I didn't think children would ever change that so what I've really struggled with is like how how do I still achieve what I want to achieve in life and be the be it be the mum I want to be like I'm still battling with that and I find that really hard sometimes and that's where I've had my tears where I'm like I don't know where's Connie gone like I'm Macy's mum and I'm it is difficult I, I feel like you do kind of lose yourself especially in the first year I felt like you just you just feel like I'm just mum I'm just a mum like who is who is this like this person's gone and I'm just mum like and you almost feel like do people even care about me anymore like it's all about the baby how's the baby how's this how's that like oh you haven't had much sleep you don't look great do you know what I mean it's just constant like a constant baby 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 you're like where am I where do I fit in and where does my time come in yeah but I guess not how I think like yeah but I do feel like those things do come back and I feel like someone said to me once like the first four years of your child's life is literally your all your child but I guess once they go to school and they become a little bit more um, independent is when you start getting yourself back and I feel like trying to pressurize yourself now with doing everything and trying to be the best version of you the best mum the best everything the best like you know housekeeper everything like trying to do everything at once the best wife or whatever um I think it's just too much and too much pressure do you know what I mean I think you just kind of have to 
you know, just, yeah, something has to give. Like you have to take a step back and just be like, right, this is the moment. This is life right now. I am a mum. I'll do the best I can. And everything else can kind of wait because obviously in time, you can go back to those things. You can go and do whatever you want to do and achieve your dreams and your goals and stuff. Like they're not going anywhere. Yeah, it really is like, like, too late, I guess. Yeah, never. You see people who are in their 40s, 50s starting their career, you know, and I just feel like if you're going to do it at some point, you know, you could you could literally do it whenever. And I think the best time to do it is when you've got a little bit of freedom and a bit of space in your mind to actually be able to concentrate and focus on those kind of things. I feel like trying to do everything at once just kind of, you know, your head is just like, it's like a sponge. And like when it's like full up of just stuff, I just feel, for me, I just feel so overwhelmed. I'm just like, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Yeah, you can't be, you really can't be the best at everything, can you? No, exactly. I guess you have we, to we just... both obviously put a lot of pressure on ourselves in different ways. Yeah. But like yeah. that's what I'm getting from this is we're both like we wanna we wanna just, you know, do the best do everything. Our, yeah, do the best for our kids, make sure they're having fun and you know, we want yeah. we wanna look good, feel good, we wanna earn yeah. our own money and it's like, come on girls. Like, I guess where we're so young as well, like I never imagined like you know, people are always like, Oh, do you know what? Like don't have your children yet, wait till you're in your early 30s, you know, live your life, live your 20s, this, that, and I never really understood what people meant, I was like, what do you mean, like, I want to have children young, my mum had me when she was like 24, I was like, I want to be a young mum, like, you know, I want to have that same bond, that same relationship, I want to be like, fit and be able to run around after them, and all of this, and then have my life back at, like, once they've grown up, Mm. like, but, now I understand a little bit yeah it's just and now once now I'm doing it I'm like oh god like I really do feel like my life has just kind of been sort of not taken away but you do feel a little bit like you've just lost your own purpose like you're just mum right now it's just it, it is hard it's so hard what I've said to myself is keep yourself fit keep yourself healthy and this is like my yeah like my new focus at the moment is obviously Macy and work but also like I'm prioritizing my health again and really getting myself back in shape and stuff because yeah when my kids are older and I am 40 50 and they are independent Mm -hmm. and I've got I can work and do what I want or go traveling with Ricky because that's something we'd like to do when the kids are older and we can sort of go away sort of a month at a time or whatever I want to feel healthy fit I want to be able to do it and feel young still so yeah that's definitely. my motive I'm thinking long term I'm thinking like your life isn't over just because you you know you've had kids young you know it's just it's a, just a different way of life and a different yeah you know it's, it's hard because traditionally that's what people used to do and now it's changed where people are having kids later because they're doing the traveling and everything before but and I feel like we're stuck in the middle of like people are doing it that yeah. way but people used to do it that way what do we do? Like, <laughs> yeah, there, I just don't think there is no right or wrong. And I feel like for us, I do feel grateful for having our babies so young, but purely because when they do grow up, we will be young enough to kind of enjoy our life and to do things. And I feel like we'll enjoy their life a lot more as well. Like, because we'll be kind of like, you know, we can relate to them and we're healthier and just like I just think it would just be I just feel like we're at a good point and I feel like when we look back we'll be like do you know what it was probably the best thing we did it was the hardest years of our life we got through and now we can enjoy our life you know we've got the rest of our years to go and we can go traveling or we can do this we can go on holidays or we can do you know start a new university course and get a, a career in something else completely different um 
but yeah, there's all these different, there's all these different opportunities. And, and I just, I'm kind of grateful that I won't be too old to do that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. So what, what, what can you see, like, how are you feeling about the future? What are your plans for the future? Um, oh, do you know what? Like, it's, for me, like, right now, I say to myself every day, I'm like, right, just get back on it. I just want to get fit again. I want to be healthy. I want to be, I want to, you know, just, I just feel like I've got loads of things in my head and I'm just like, just do it. But every day I'll, I'll go through the day with the kids and I'm just like, I'm exhausted. And I'll end up putting like a microwave meal in or something because I just can't be bothered. And I'm like, do you know what, tomorrow, we'll get back on it tomorrow. But every day I'm just like, oh my God. Like I see these mums, I'm just like, when do you have time to gym and do this and do that and exercise? And I tried it during lockdown. Oh, minders. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. I just feel like there's not enough hours in the day, but I mean, you know, there's lots of things that I would love to do. I'd love to just even my own goals, like I have like a little vision board and I put things on there that I'm just like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to manifest it and I'm going to do it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just actually, in itself, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that. I feel like you need that. I feel like just to keep a part of you like alive, do you know what I mean? Like just to still have that little spark in yourself and know that, you know, like my my beauty regime's gone out the window. I don't even moisturize. Like George gets out the shower and has a whole like moisturizing, like exfoliating, like regime. I haven't got time for that. Like I just want to. I'm excited to get them moments back where I can just kind of you know like just pamper myself, look after myself, exercise, eat properly, look after my skin, drink enough water, and just I want do that all for these. You as well, you deserve it. Honestly, you're one of the nicest girls I've ever met. We've only met once. Oh, we clicked straight I know. away, didn't we? Oh yeah, it was honestly. I felt like we'd been friends forever. I know, and I'm so glad we live literally on the other side of London from each other, don't? I know, but yeah, it's not even that far though. Really, if we think about it, it's probably not actually that far. Like I've got friends like up north, which I feel like is miles away. But I, I mean, we could just like get a train and meet each other when the crossrail comes in as well. It'll be much quicker as well. It goes straight. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, Yeah. because we need to meet up. But um, yeah, we do. Yeah, I really do want that for you. I just, I just think you're such a brilliant person and I hate to think that you went through such hardship growing up but it's made you who you are it's made you a kind person it's made you understanding it's made you yeah it's made you who you are today and yeah I just think like on those days where you're feeling down just remember how far you've come um yeah and what you've achieved and how beautiful your kids are you've got an amazing oh, partner and I you. just I think you should be so proud of yourself and you shouldn't be so hard on yourself Oh, thank you. That means so much. Like, honestly, like, it's nice when you hear it from someone else. Like, when I hear, like, that kind of thing from my mum, like, yeah, yeah, mum, whatever, I know. Like, do you know what I mean? But when you hear it from someone else, you're like, oh, and do you know what is true? I feel like without all the experiences that I've been through, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And I do feel there are times I'm like, do you know what, I'm actually proud of myself. Like, I've done this, I've conquered that, I've got through that, and I'm doing it, and I get through every day. And even though it is hard, and there are times I get to the end of the day and I just cry, and I'm just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I send Jordan a message and be like, oh, I've had enough, I can't do it anymore, like, blah, blah. Like, we still got through it, and I still look back at my phone, and I look at the pictures of my kids, and I'm just like, oh, I love you. Why are you asleep? Like, wake up, and I miss you. But, like, yeah, but no, that does. That just sums it all up, though, doesn't it? Like, literally, it's hard, but it's so worth it. <laughs> oh, it is. So, just to end each episode, I ask my guests three pieces of advice they would like to give their younger self. So, this will be really interesting. What P3P, P, what P3P, what am I saying? <laughs> what three pieces of advice would you give your younger self? 
do you know what I would I would say to myself be confident and like oh do you know what that's really it's actually really difficult I would definitely tell my younger self just to have a bit of confidence and have some faith in yourself and believe in yourself that you can do it and stop putting yourself down as well for a start um and I would just say you can literally achieve anything like you put your mind to something you can achieve it and you know what I genuinely do believe in like manifestation I know people you know it's, it's a real taboo subject but I do feel like like during my late teens early 20s like I was like I'm doing this I want this and I will do it and I feel like I'm right here now and I'm like do you know what I did it like I actually did it and I'd probably tell myself as well just to keep going like just keep going and but just believe in yourself it'll be okay yeah yeah it'll be okay like you'll get there like you'll be fine like all these hard times and all this hurt that you're feeling like it'll be fine yeah I think a lot of people need to hear that at the moment especially people in their 20s who are leaving uni don't know what the hell's going on yeah I think that's such an important message just keep going believe in yourself definitely and I feel like as well don't feel like that your early 20s is old because absolutely not like I'm 28 now I'll be 29 in December and I look back at my early 20s and at that point I remember thinking god I'm so old like 21 I thought I'm really old I should really settle down I should really like you know have babies right now and blah 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 and all this like it's just like it's crazy you're still young enjoy your life literally just enjoy every moment thank you so much I just love that I could have talked to you for ages why I need to live closer oh, to you because I, I come around thank you so much day. for having me oh thank you so I know. much so, so lovely to have you yeah thank you so much I'm so sorry it took so long but I'm glad we're here now but yeah thank you for having me don't forget to rate review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to growing up female I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.